0: Coming up on BYU Football with Kalani Satake, we look back on a hard luck loss in Logan and ahead to Friday Night Lights with Boise State. Plus, we address the Cougars quarterback quandary. And rookie lineman Kairos Tonga joins us here in Studio C, where BYU Football with Kalani Satake starts now. Satake wants no part of the sideline. Look, he'll spin and come back in just to try and run somebody over. Open is Satake, wide open. What's Kalani Satake? What a nice job on Gerard Newby. BYU wins
1: it for the Bill Edwards Kalani Satake as the new
2: football coach at BYU It's great to be back home
0: the kick is on its way It is good! It is good! Hit! The Cougars have it!
1: I'm very lucky to be coaching these young men
0: He's going to go! He's going to go! Yes, he will! Micah Hanneman It is way to the end zone That's a touchdown Goes end zone looking for Bo Tanner It is caught! It's a touchdown.
2: This is BYU Football
0: with Kalani Sitake. Presented by Ken Garf Orr. With your host, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back inside the BYU Broadcasting Building in Provo for another edition of our weekly show that brings the head coach of the Cougars right to you for some FaceTime and one-on-one time too. And if you'd like to be in our studio audience like these good folks next week, request your free seats next Monday, 1 o'clock Eastern, or 11 a.m. Mountain time by clicking the link at byucougars.com sitake show. And as always, we invite you to be a part of tonight's conversation on Twitter using the hashtag Sitake Show. Send us your questions for Coach Sitake or our guest. Kairos Tonga, your contributions may make it on the air this evening. Now, to get tonight's show on the road, please welcome in and welcome back the head coach, the Cougars, Kalani Sitake.
1: great show that's great do you guys know it was it was a, a show with me <laughs> where you're expecting like studio c to show up and <laughs> do a skit but uh no thank you for being here i appreciate you guys thank you means you, a lot
0: awesome. it's good to have you all here by the yeah. way great show a great show and a great crowd tonight and uh <clears throat> hope the good vibes continue friday night with you guys
1: yeah i mean we've had great preparation good practices and so um Feeling really good about this Friday, and then uh, just want to get to the next game and just get getting sick of this feeling of losing, you know. So uh, I know everybody feels the same way too. There's a lot of people nodding their heads, and so, um, you know, this... Let's get this win on Friday and, and uh, with our with our fans right there watching us.
0: Second straight Friday night game for you guys. You were in Logan last week, and uh, we talked about a post game. There were a lot of things that you liked. A lot of good things happened. It was tough to overcome uh, the turnovers that uh, kind of plagued BYU that night. That kind of undid some of the good things that were done.
1: Yeah, and there are other mistakes. I mean, I think the the penalties at at um, the wrong times kind of hurt our our, our uh, get some points off. I mean, I remember we were on the one yard line, get a holding call, and. It backs us up. And so uh, just a lot of mistakes that we couldn't overcome. And that's, um, that's, that's my job, to make sure that we don't make those mistakes. And we had, uh, you know, just bad, uh, op- bad uh, uh, turnovers when when we, were, we felt like we were getting things rolling and we felt good about the team and, and the run game. And, um, you know, just sad that we had those three fumbles. I mean, that, those hurt, hurt our drives. And after, you know, not fumbling all year long or the first four games, and so it was really... Uh, Bad that we did that, but we've got to fix it and uh, make sure that it doesn't show up again.
0: That's the thing. It was uh, not an issue, uh, at least with the fumbles, until Friday night. And that's kind of a, a fluky bounce that results in a, in a pick six the other way. And it's just tough to, to win a game at minus six, as you know. And uh, the Aggies, to their, to their credit, uh, took advantage of the opportunities given them, and, and there were a few. Yeah, just bad
1: decisions on some of it. And, and um, you know, I think, I think our defense can, can create some, some – um, you know, some disruption and get some turnovers themselves, but uh, we can't put them in bad spots and, and give them give the uh, the opponent short fields. And then, and, and our defense is good, but we're not that good where we can. Um, you know, I, someone told me that we had uh, we've given up we gave up 20 points without without any yards on our defense, and that's that's not good. And, they, and so, it's it's really tough. But I give a lot of credit for those guys keeping their heads up and not pointing fingers and, and looking at ways that they could be better as a unit. Um, that means a lot for coaching staff when the defensive leaders take, take the initiative of just, hey, let's, let's make sure we're doing everything perfectly on our end before we can even look to the other side. And obviously the guys on offense want to fix the issues. And, you know, the issues that we asked before were to sustain drives and get yards and get points on the board. And we're doing that now, It's so like let's not turn the ball over. It's just so many things that get in the way and make mistakes. And so that, the, the problem is that we made mistakes, and we, but the, the good thing is that we know how to fix them. And and we know what, what cost us the game. But I, but I don't want to be disrespectful of Utah State, because they they caused those three turnovers, you know, and um, they made those things happen, and, and uh, we need to protect the football more if, if we want a, a better shot of winning.
0: You were leading 21-7, then 21-14 driving with Bo Hodge. Uh, then he gets knocked out of the game after taking a hit in the second quarter, and the tone of the game appeared to change when, uh, when Bo left the game.
1: Yeah, we felt great with our scheme. We felt good with how things were going, and um, you know, unfortunately, we don't have a lot of reps that you can work with your, um, with with all the quarterbacks, and so, um, you know, Coy got got put in the, in, the, in a tough situation. But um, yeah, as we started running the ball a little bit more, we when we got uh, behind a little bit, we had to rely on, on uh, our quarterback throwing the ball, and, and uh, he wasn't able to deliver, and and cost us some more points, but also cost us some turnovers. And that's, um, you know, we expect more from our offense, and especially from the quarterback position. And Coy feels terrible about it, but. The uh, only way you can fix things is go to work that 's the only way I know how and that 's the only way this coaching staff and this, this uh, team knows how to is just go to work and uh, you know we 've been back at it and uh, we now have another opportunity to play on 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 friday and, and to make it better, and so that 's what we 're looking forward to.
0: You mentioned the word disruption a minute ago, and, and uh, your defense in Logan was rather disruptive. There's a stat called Havoc Rate, and it was up around 20%, which is a pretty good number. You have a different way of looking at things, in which an even higher number was produced. Uh, they scored, but you like you mentioned, scored points without having to, sc- uh, having to gain yards, and the defense did things like this with uh, Micah Hannah, making a really nice play.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think if you look at the, um, the line of scrimmage, you know, you, you, I thought we did a good job uh, defending the run. Uh, which caused yeah. them, you know, we forced them to th- to throw the ball a little bit, and I think we mentioned before that if we want sacks, we need to we need to um, stop the run and, and put teams in throwing uh, situations. And uh, I thought we were able to get some sacks. I, I don't remember how many we got, Four. but but you know, we'd like to get more than that and, and um, have a little bit more of a presence up front. I think we did a good job. With the run game, we did. It wasn't um, out of this world, you know. But it was
0: under three yards per rush, though. Yeah,
1: and then, yes. and, and but we gave up some chunky yards and some plays, and and uh, and a lot of that can be fixed with, with, with uh you know with our guys just being assignment sound and and um and with, and with our coaches and but I, I, I hate to pick on guys when when you kind of put them in bad situations and you put the defense in short fields it becomes really difficult so um, nobody's pointing the the finger we just got to got to get things fixed as a unit and obviously the offense knows what they need to get fixed and got to get some guys healthy and hopefully we we can get that done this week
0: well here we are at uh, one and four eight games left in your regular season now as we get into october
1: yeah not not where we thought we would be and, but um yeah i, I think we've been I, unfortunately as a coach we've I've been in positions where you've had your back against the wall and and uh you have two choices you know and we're gonna fight our way through this and and, and make it better and and uh you know, get our fans cheering again. That's, that's, that's what the main emphasis for our guys, just get, get the ball rolling and, and have things click in and get some momentum and, and find a way to get a
0: win. And you're at home, and there's no better place to do it than in front of your home fans here on a Friday night. Exactly,
1: late Friday night, you know. So, um, uh, you know, we get, we get the fan support, and, and we've been feeling a lot of the great support from our fans. appreciate them showing the love to our players and our program and our coaches. And so, uh, you know, the, the one thing, I know, I know there's fans that have been critical of it. That's okay. Uh, I've said before, I don't, I don't, I don't, tell the fans how to, how to cheer. My job is to make sure that we're, if we're doing well, everybody's in the same. They're all united cheering. So that's, a, that's what we're trying to get done.
0: All right, we'll look ahead to Boise State coming up in just a second. We're taking our first break. And as we do, we want you to know that you can enjoy a full hot breakfast buffet, dinner Monday through Wednesday, a kitchen and a large grassy backyard along the Provo River Trail, all at the residence in Marriott in Provo. When we come back, a look ahead to a visit from the Boise State Broncos. This is BYU Football with Kalani Sitnockin.
1: Turn ahead 250 feet. Oh, that can't be right. Satellites don't lie. No, no, no.
0: You have reached your destination. Took the shortcut, huh? Have a car wreck? Martin's collision repair. BYU Football with Kalani Satake is presented by Ken Garf Nissan of a proud supporter of BYU and the Cougar community. We hear Cougs. Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Satake. We're really appreciative of the true blue fans joining us in Studio C every week. We invite you to be a part of our studio audience next week right here on the show. Some great Boise State moments we saw there. Well, with uh, Tanner Mangum and uh, Bo Hodge on the mend right now, uh, Coach, where do we stand right now at the quarterback spot?
1: Well, so we had, obviously, you know, Coy was was uh, the quarterback that stepped in the Utah State game, but we've been able to work. Um, you know, we're looking at still using Cody Wilstead and, and uh, Joe Critchlow. Uh, what would be nice if they can redshirt, because those guys just got home from missions, and they're still um, still working on some things, but... Um, very capable throwers, um, and you know there's a, still a chance that Tanner could play this week. So, um, yeah, I, you probably know what I'm what I'm rooting for, and and if Tanner can go, then he'll be the guy, and if not, then one of those other guys will step in, and and we've tried to, you know, utilize the practice reps for in order for us to get the right guy in there, ready to play, and probably Bo more than likely won't will not be able to play, and that's trying to protect him and, and, and his health so that's one thing i won't jeopardize our players and,
0: and their health to win a game so tanner got hurt in the utah games it'll be almost four weeks before the boise state comes along has his progress been good enough do you think there's a shot he gets cleared to go
1: yeah i think i think the main thing is to get practice time and that's for all our players you know and i think especially a quarterback the timing and the throwing and just being able to work with the offensive group is, is it's something that you need to work you need to have quality reps and um, specifically for the for the quarterback position, and so we feel good. You can read kind of in between the lines. We feel good about Tanner and where he's at right now on a on a Tuesday, and so he still has Wednesday, Thursday to heal up, and Friday all day until eight o'clock, eight seventeen or twenty or whenever the kickoff is. So um, it's one of those. I don't know if you' old enough, but you remember the Coach episode, the TV show Coach. There's like Pineapple Bowl. Where they rolled out the guy in, on the wheelchair. We may do that just to, <laughs> just to see and, play and throw everybody off. But um, I think um, if if he progresses, then Tanner will be the guy. If not, then we'll, we'll go go to someone else.
0: So a few more QBs than normal might be getting snaps in practice this week, I guess.
1: Yeah, and then yeah. and then trying to. Um, I mean, they're all meeting with, with with Ty, and and they're all working. Our, all those guys are capable of running the program and running certain types of our offensive scheme uh, because we did that early in fall camp. And so, um, but the, the the we would like to redshirt those freshmen, especially the return missionaries. But last time we threw out a return missionary before he was ready, it worked out well for for that season. So yeah, um, maybe, it was that's, Tanner, yeah, so, maybe yeah. that's the way we'll go. We'll see. But we feel good about the talent there. We just. Uh, maybe maybe some of these guys will get a chance earlier than they, they anticipated.
0: Like you said, post game uh, in Logan, it's Boise. So Tanner, you know, really wants to get in this game. He's from around there, and it's a big deal for him.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and that's, I mean, he he's excited to play in this game, and that's what he's trying, trying to do. And you know, just hope it all happens.
0: Yeah. Well, how about Boise? They come in two and two uh, and, and like you kind of looking to get things back on track. It's a great regional rivalry mm-hmm. and they look forward to it that way as well. And, and usually no matter what happens in the game, the games tend to be pretty competitive and close at the end. Uh, how about having Boise on the schedule every year? What's going to be a 12 year series going into the next decade here?
1: Well, really good program. And, and we have a lot of respect for that for the team and, and their fan base, you know, and so and the fact that we're close to each other and yeah, you know, and and so it's nice to have them here, and and um, you know, hopefully the 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 uh, the home the home trend continues. You know that that's what it's it's been like, and been close games last year. We obviously lost the game, you know, on, on uh, we had a chance to win it with a field goal, and and uh, this year, you know, we were looking forward to playing this game. Last year we were without Jamal, and this year we'll be without Jamal again too. So,
0: <laughs> uh, you
1: know, we'll just be ready to ready to play, and and we feel good about. I mean, there's some, there's a lot of positives that we saw in, in last week's game, and um, you know, I thought we ran the ball well. I thought I felt really comfortable with our, our O-line, D-line um, up front in the trenches, and, and um, it's just unfortunate that we we weren't able to get that win. But um, against a, a team that's, you know, that's just as good as as, as coached as Utah State, you can't make those mistakes and expect to win those games easily. And uh, you know, we'll, let's just get a better chance of winning by limiting our mistakes and, and playing and having fun and getting out there in front of our fans. I think that'll be a huge plus for us being at home.
0: Both teams want to win as badly as the other. Uh, they've been sitting on a bye week after a tough loss. You've had a few losses in a row. So I think both teams look to this game as, uh, you know, for what's going to come next, a, a pretty big turnaround game. Both sides can see it that way.
1: Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they have some stuff up their sleeve with the, with extra time in, in the bye week. And, you know, we had, we had a bye as well, so we were able to do some stuff too. So we'll see what happens in this game. And feel good about our, our preparation. We feel good about our scheme going into this game. And I and, uh, feel really good about all three phases. So just, just get out there and, and play this game and see what happens.
0: Coming up after the break, we're going to bring in uh, Kairos Tonga, uh, one of your uh, big defensive linemen. He's been kind of a rookie revelation for you. He's, he's going to be tremendous.
1: Yeah, and then just uh, another guy that just came up from his mission not long ago. And he's big, and he, uh, he's physical. And uh, just really, really fortunate to have him on our team. I've, I've known him since he was uh, – you know, since he was a young teenager. And so um, just, just glad that he's doing some great things and served a great mission. And uh, hopefully he's, you know, he's only a freshman for us. So looking forward to him owning the line of scrimmage
0: for a long time. All right, Kairos Tonga is coming up next. As we head to break at Ken Garf Honda of Orem, have a brand-new dealership. Come see their new showroom floor located on University Parkway, Ken Garf Honda of Orem. We hear Cougs. After the break, the freshman lineman from West Valley, Kairos Tonga, is our guest here in studio. See, this is BYU Football with Kalani Satake. Ken Myers on first and 20. Steps up, drops. It's Tongo who makes a stop, the true freshman from West Valley, Utah. Big future for BYU. (laughs) Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Satake, with your host, Greg Rubel. Welcome back inside Studio C at BYU team. Reminder, use the hashtag #SatakeShow to get your submission in during our Q&A sessions coming up later in the show. Well, at Granger High School, he played both sides of the ball and a different kind of ball, rugby. Served a mission to Wichita, Kansas, home of the Shockers. At BYU, his freshman season by no means is a shocker, but it is pleasantly surprising by just how good Kairos Tonga has been in his rookie season with the Cougars. Please welcome to Studio C for the first time, Kairos Tonga. Yeah.
1: Good to, see you. Good, good to see you. They said that this chair will hold you. <laughs> all
0: right. Yeah. There we go. It's all good. Yeah. Kairos, <laughs> welcome to you. Thank you. Thank you. It is awesome to have you here in Studio C. Uh, I don't know where to start with you. I, I you know, Kalani just said that uh, uh, when you got home from your mission to Wichita. Yeah. Uh, you say, he said your homecoming was the most that a lot of people had heard you speak at one time in a long <laughs> time. Are you, are you kind of a naturally shy guy that way? Yeah. Yeah. yeah this is a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, so, so,
2: yeah. Tell us about uh, your life, uh, growing up. Um, so I'm, I'm originally from Hawaii, but I moved around, uh, growing up uh, with my family and I grew up in West Valley city, Utah. So uh, from there, I just from little leagues, just playing football and, High school and then eventually go on my mission and come back
0: So, so in the growing up part of life uh, When did you realize that sports was something that you liked or took to and when did football kind of fall into the mix as Maybe your favorite if it was your favorite.
2: Yeah, it was when I first moved to Utah. Uh, I was about in sixth grade um, They they asked me if I wanted to play football, so I never played football before so the coach took me and uh, taught me how to play and from
0: then it's been my favorite sport now, what had you been playing before football? Uh, nothing. <laughs> yeah. I mentioned rugby was somewhere in there, too. Was there some rugby for
2: you? Thought? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. When I first moved to Utah, yeah, I started playing rugby as well. So so, what do you like,
0: the padded sport or the non-padded sport better? I like the padded sport. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Calani, what is rugby guys, generally speaking, make pretty good football players just by their mentality, don't they?
1: Yeah. I mean, Kyris was a tight end in high school and i remember telling him long time ago that he would be a d-tackle remember that yeah and i think i was right <laughs> so um but uh but you know he's very athletic and and he's really humble and he's shy but uh just just i could tell he was athletic he could move around he could and he could run for a big guy and that's when he weighed about 240 and so i don't know what he weighs now but it's more than that and he's uh, <laughs> he's really powerful and um just He's a great young man, and so it's been an honor for me to know him and recruit him, and I'm glad he's here with me at BYU in Provo and with us here in the studio, and that's am uh, glad he's playing. He's doing a great job. You know, He hasn't been home long, um, but we've asked him to, to play and, and uh, you know just, just get right into it, and, and he's done a great job, and he's, he's gelled with the team, and he's perfect as a
0: teammate. Kyrus, when do you recall first meeting this guy?
2: Um, in, in high school, my, in my sophomore year. It was uh, legal, legal recruiting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he came in recruiting. He
0: was at Utah at that yes. time, right? Okay.
2: Yes. He came in with uh, Kostuyaki, and uh, from then we, we built uh, a, a great relationship. Uh, definitely has been uh, like, more like a father figure in my life. So, uh, wise man. So, I, I enjoy it. <laughs> what has he taught you? Um, from a, a lot of things, like um, especially with football, uh, there's more, more to life than just football. There's, um, there's things we need to do where we're not just football players, but we're, we're brothers. We're, uh, we're going to be fathers one day, and we're sons, and we need to continue to to keep that role uh, in our lives and, and teach it as well. You
0: come from a big family, a smaller family. What's your family life like, Mike?
2: I have uh, six siblings, so there's seven of us kids, and a mom and a dad.
0: So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when, when it came time to think about uh, taking football to the next level and playing college, uh, what were your thoughts at that time as you were at Granger High School? Um, I was excited. Uh, I
2: was really excited uh, definitely to play for uh, Coach Kalani and Coach on um, there at the University of Utah at the time. And so I, that's, where,
0: that's where you first kind of committed to, right? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And then um, things changed, and I went on my mission, and uh, found out they came to BYU. So it was a great fit. It was so, fun.
0: So if they were there, you said you want to be there too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how about uh, mission service for you? Was that something you grew up thinking about doing, or decided to later in life? Uh, how was that for you?
2: Yeah, it wasn't until uh, about my senior year. That I've actually even thought about a mission. I wasn't very into the church very much, um, and my family uh, definitely helped pave the way for that, and I I ended up serving a mission. I served in the Kansas-Wichita mission, and I loved every second of it. Um, Best part so far of my life is being able to serve a mission.
0: When you found out uh, Kansas, Wichita, uh, what were your initial thoughts? And then once you got into it and finished up with it, what are your feelings for the good people of Kansas now?
2: Yeah. So when I first got my call, my mom, she's a very spiritual person. And she told me and usually I I never doubt what she says. (laughs) Uh, And she's like, oh, love, you're going to serve. Oh, she calls me love. She's like, love, you're going to serve in either Tonga or New Zealand, I feel it. I'm like, oh yes. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, like, oh okay, I'm going to New Zealand or Tonga. And I read my mission call and I, I read Kansas and it didn't hit me like my, my siblings were laughing and like I didn't I didn't I didn't know where Kansas was. So so I, I, I ended up going to Kansas and I enjoyed every second of it. Uh, from the people to my, my companions to my mission presidents. Uh, mission miles I, I loved it so
0: kalani as you look at him now sitting in seeing the chair next to you having seen him as a younger kid knowing that he's been on a mission and back how have you seen this guy kind of develop and grow
1: i'm so proud of him um he's come a long way so he he, he knows and, and uh just proud of him to make a decision to go on a mission and and to serve with all his uh with all his heart on the, in the mission field and you know it was just um it's just this, this kid's been through a lot, and uh, he's doing so well right now, and he's just a great young man. And you know, I saw a lot of things in him potentially, um, not just the weight, but like uh, potential in, on the football field. <laughs> 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 I keep telling him I, I was right, you know, but but it was about his weight. But it's like what I know I'm right about is the, the type of person that he is inside, and. Um, type of things that he's going to do in the future, you know, and, and it's not just limited to football. He's got so many things other than football. He's got, don't get me wrong, he's a great talent on the football field, but that's just not even him. When, it gets, when, when you're covering what Kairos is all about, he's a great young man. He's going to be a great father, a great husband to somebody, some lucky lady. <laughs> and she might be a little blind, but she's going to be... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh she's, um, He's just, I'm just really excited about, about the, um, the adult that he's going to be, and I'm glad I get to watch him grow as a young man here in college.
0: And Kalani says he's seen you go through a lot. Are you happy to be where you are right now alongside him? Um, I'm grateful to be here, so uh, I'm grateful. Well, I know BYU fans are grateful that you're here too. It's great to have you in studio too. We'll take a break. Thank after you. the break. BYU Football with Kalani Sitake is presented by Ken Garf Honda of Orem, a proud supporter of BYU and the Cougar community. We hear Cougs. Always good to check in on our Cougars in the NFL. Kyle Van Noy getting it done as a linebacker with the Patriots. Jamal Williams is part of a now-crowded backfield at Green Bay. It's Aaron Jones and Ty Montgomery in that mix. And Ezekiel Anta, Ziggy. got his first NFL tackle this past weekend for Baltimore against Pittsburgh. We're back in studio with Kairos Tonga of the BYU defensive line. I see those NFL stats. We talk about Kairos. Is that something that you think about as being in your future down the line, as playing at the next level? Hopefully one day. So hopefully one day. I was talking with, uh, with Coach uh, Tuiaki the other day, and he's coached, along with Coach Taki, some good defensive linemen that are in the NFL. What do you think it takes to make it there? What do the coaches tell you that will help you get there?
2: Um, definitely... Hard work on the field and and off the field Uh, definitely with school and and just like I was saying in the beginning of being Not just a football player, but a better person. So just all those around and hopefully That'll help me or help all of us get to the next level
0: How have you uh, how much have you learned from coach Satake and coach Tuiyaki about the finer points of being a lineman?
2: I learned a lot (laughs) I learned a lot that Tuiyaki every day is is it's helping me correct things, and it's been fun to to learn the new position and um, to to play, play where I'm at. So,
0: how close were you to a pick there on that play?
2: <laughs> I didn't think I'd touch the ball. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I just jumped.
0: Uh, Coach uh, Coach Atake uh, E talks a lot about uh, how how Kyrus here is still, like, he says he's learning. He's just learning the game still. Is that, is that, how accurate is that and how much it is really innate and makes him just a good defensive lineman for how he reacts to things naturally?
1: Oh, he's, he's got so much potential to, for growth. And um, I said this before about some of our other players, but he, he's, he's barely scratching the surface when it comes to his talent. I mean, this, this young man is going to be really good. And the best thing about it is, is our the dynamic that Coach Tuyaki has in the defensive line room they all work together, and he's got a lot of guys that are good mentors for him, not just the players, not just the coaches, but the players also included. And so it's a good D-line room, and I think um, there's there's a lot of youth in there, but there's also some good veterans that will pass on the knowledge to these guys, and uh, Kyrus is there just soaking it up, and he's trying to get in better shape as we go through it uh, still. You know, he didn't have uh, – he wasn't here to, to train in the off season and do all the stuff that – that who does with our guys, but he he'll he'll benefit from working hard right now until you know throughout the season, and he's done that already, and, and he's earning the the right to be on the field even more.
0: You said your mom calls you love. Yeah. Uh, what do your boys call you? What do your teammates call you? Oh, uh, not love.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just just, Kyrus. just Straight up Kyrus? Yeah, just no Kyrus. no nicknames. Crazy nicknames or otherwise for you? <laughs> I, not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, who are some of your, uh, uh, your best buds on the D-line or special teammates to you that you want to shout out? Um, I, I love them all. Uh, play for the infamous
2: D-Rockers. Like that's what the, the name uh, they came up with with the D-line, and it's been, it's been fun to be around them and to, to learn the game and um, as the season goes on to continue to learn and to grow.
0: You guys have gotten better and learned and grown as a line in just three or four or five games here. Uh, where's the potential as a group, do you think, for this group by the time you're done this year?
2: I think uh, we, can, we can definitely be up there with, with, with one of the best. Um, like, I, I, like these, these players, uh, these teammates of mine, they're, they're hard workers, and uh, they continue to put in the work every single day. Um, they never give up, um, always have faith. So it's been, it's been good to, to be with them and to be around them.
0: What kind of play is the most exciting for you to make on the field? What kind of play? Yeah, like what's your favorite play to make? I mean, people say oh. it's a sack in the quarterback. That's got to be the pinnacle, or is it something else? Um,
2: so I just, I just like being on the field. Uh, if it's running forward and touching the guy, or trying to make a tackle, anything. Like I'm just as long to as you're
0: contributing. On yeah, as long as I'm there. Well, he's pretty humble for a guy that really gets after it, Kalani, because he's made some big plays for you so far.
1: Yeah, and no, a lot of what he does doesn't show up on the stats. As you can see, it takes up a lot of space, and and he, he causes, he he draws more than you know <coughs> couple of and stuff like that. So um, sometimes his job is just to be a disruptor and cause havoc, and he's pretty good at that on the field, yeah. right?
0: <laughs> yeah. How did you feel about your Utah State game Friday night up there in Logan, personally?
2: Uh, I thought I thought the defense. I, I thought I, I had fun. It was it was a fun game. We didn't get the result, but it was. It was fun to, to, to get after them and to, to play and have fun.
0: So. The defense did a nice job, especially up front, uh, causing a lot of disruption. There you are dragging them down. Another tackle for loss. Nine tackles for loss The BYU defense had uh, this past week in Logan. Didn't get the result, but I'm sure you think that the, uh, the wins are coming, right?
2: Yes, for sure.
0: Boise State, how big for you is this game Friday night?
2: It'll, it'll be fun to, to, to beat them and to win, um, but we're definitely um, – we're hoping for the best and working hard to to accomplish that so
0: can you take us a little bit into the into the collective mindset maybe of the team at one and four you've had a few losses in a row of still staying positive and where you need to be and, and what gives you confidence moving forward because you guys got to stay upbeat
2: yeah, for sure um, and just like what i said this this team is just full of faith um there's there's no doubts uh yeah we we're, we're one and four, but we're not looking at that anymore. We just continue to to move forward and um, every day is is, is a, a stepping stone and a learning process for for each and every one of us. So we're looking forward to Boise State. We're not looking past them as we take, again, one at a time.
0: Kalani, when you got Kyris and the guys in the room Saturday morning, right after the Logan uh, experience Utah State, what did you want them to hear from you?
1: Well, I think, I mean, I was a little vocal on some of it, but uh, but they needed a they needed to hear that we're way better than this and, and, and that it's got to, you know, as a collective group, we got we have to find ways to win games. And, um, and so everyone's got to do their part. And, you know, it, it, our guys, they mean well. So, so I, 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 talked to Ula and, and, he wanted to make more plays and just, you can't sacrifice the football trying to get an extra two yards and, and, uh, and, and you just need to take calculated risks, but you don't have to put it all on yourself. So no one, get one player on the team has to put it all on their shoulders and we can all lift it lift it together. And that's what the goal is. And, And also just play the game with gratitude and and just be thankful that you get to play this game and that you have these wonderful fans and that you get to to represent BYU and and the church. And that's, uh, I think if they have that attitude, you know, they've been really great about it anyways. And and the leaders of the team have taken over. And so I I feel really comfortable with where we're at considering we're one and four. But, you know, we're going to stay positive and work through this and and find ways to, 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 you know, one day look back at this and be like, man, I remember we're at that point where we've, you know, a lot of questions were out there, but the question is not, not on our in our program, not in our
0: locker room. All right, let's go some Q&A for Kairos right now. We've got uh, Davis Parker here in Studio C. Davis, you're on with Kairos Tonga. All
2: right. Um, what do you usually eat before a game? you <laughs> <laughs> usually eat? Um, <laughs> probably not, not good stuff, like chips. and <laughs> uh, I drink a lot of Gatorade and water. <laughs> so, but yeah. Non- nothing too fancy, no protein. I should eat
0: better, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of chips are you eating? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you have a favorite meal when it's, like, Sunday dinner or something? Like, when you got, is it any really in your wheelhouse? Uh, I like, in my culture, we eat a uh, horse. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, but, yeah, or chicken.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So. A, little, a little, more common there. I yeah. Think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about, folks have a hand for Kyra Stonga here tonight. Oh. Good stuff. Thank here at Ken Garth's from the Flag of Honor, we're excited to announce our you? new dealership opening its doors in November. Visit our new showroom on University Parkway. Ken Garth, we here too. Down the break. They motion Simon in the backfield. Takes the handoff. Reverses to Hodge. Hodge on a throwback to a backer Makes the catch inside the 10. To the 5. Into the end zone. Touchdown! Bring it out, Beckery! That was our exciting play of the game. Presented by Nissan. A proud partner of the BYU Cougars. Nissan. Innovation that excites. We are back on BYU. Bonnie Satake here in Studio C at the BYU Broadcasting Building, and nice play, tie Drew up there.
1: Yeah, I mean that's we should have just ran it every play. <laughs> I
0: mean, he he said he goes. had he said he he said he had it in for the Wisconsin game, didn't call it, but it's called Badger Special because it was supposed to be in for that game.
1: Yeah, well that makes sense why he called it Badger Special the Utah State game, but
0: <laughs> he said he didn't change had, the name. We have the Bronco
1: Special coming up soon.
0: <laughs> yeah, whatever gets you in the end zone. Yeah. All right, uh, every week. Head coach, the Cougars, interacts with his team's fans, you folks, in studio and on social media. Let's get tonight's Q&A session rolling, and we start right here in our live studio audience with Twitter questions still to come. Clint Thompson, first up with Coach. Clint. Hey, Coach. uh, What was your biggest takeaway defensively from the USU game?
1: Uh, I like what we did at line scrimmage, and limiting the runs, you know. um, uh, But, you know, I I thought we could have done more um, with, with creating big plays. The problem is that we were just caught in short fields quite a bit and and uh, with the turnovers happening and I know our, our guys, I mean, if we're going to throw interceptions and fumble the ball, at least keep them so that our defense can get on the field and, and try to stop them, but um, defensively, those guys played hard, even into the end um, you know, we had to use our three timeouts to get the ball back, I think well, after they got the pick 6 we were still down by 16 so it was two scores and two point two point conversions, and so our defense went out there and I give them a lot of credit, they battled and they got the ball back and and then it, it, it failed after that. But, I mean, they, they played uh, every time they, they had a chance to so they tried to get the ball back and try to get our, our offense in a good position. So I, I give them a lot of credit for fighting to the end. It was easy to just hang it up, and they just kept
0: going. Now, you may already know this. A little trivia, though. Of the 13 turnovers you've had, to, uh, giveaways, 12 have been on your side of the field. Uh, the average line of scrimmage on those 12 turnovers is a 32-yard line, your own 32. So the short field thing uh, really does ring true. You've given you know, teams uh, a little... You know, shorter distance to go than you'd like them to. Clearly, yeah.
1: So let's let's not do that. I mean, <laughs> you don't want to give any turno- turnovers away, but at the same time, you know, we, we need to get on the other side of the of, of the of the fifty. And our defense is really good if you make them go go seventy, eighty yards. Really good at, at um, and getting getting the ball back for our offense. So uh, that that's the goal. But there's a lot of things. Trust me, the defense they know that there's a lot of things they can work on, and there, there's a lot of plays that they left out there. And a lot of opportunities to get turnovers and disruptive plays. So hopefully they can get that done uh, this weekend.
0: Okay. Back to our studio audience. We have Aaron Robinson next up with Coach hey, Aaron. Hey. Thanks for taking my question. Uh, this far into the season, which position group are you most pleased with? And which position group do you feel like needs a little bit more work?
1: Uh, everything needs work. And so <laughs> it's 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 – we're never, we're never going to sit there and say that oh, we feel really comfortable with everything that's going on. There's always room to grow and room to improve. And so um, once you once you feel you've arrived, then you're in trouble. And so wh- whether we win or lose, we're always looking to get get some uh, some type of improvement and to learn. I mean, nobody's played a game perfectly. And so until we can do that and say, hey, there's no, no need for improvement, that's, that's kind of the thing that we're going to be chasing. But uh, our coaching staff and our players, they're, they're always looking at ways to improve. And, but I've been really pleased with the guys' effort. They, the guys, the guys on, on our team play hard, you know, and, and um, they, they appreciate every second that they get on the field, and they, they go at it 100%. and So although we haven't got the, the results we want, um, it's not because of the lack of effort or, 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 uh,
0: or passion on the field. Aaron, thanks for the question. Appreciate it. All right, more Q&A coming up next. Fans, looking for an even more convenient way to shop at Smith's? Try Smith's ClickList. Order online, then pick up curbside at the store. Visit smithsfoodanddrug.com slash clicklist for details. More Q&A with Kalani straight ahead. This is BYU Football with Kalani Sitake. BYU Football with Kalani Sitake is presented by Ken Garf Volkswagen of Orem, a proud supporter of BYU and the Cougar community. We hear Cougs. Side Studio C for another segment of fan interaction with the Cougars head coach. You can use hashtag Setake Show to get your question in for Kalani. By the way, Kalani, I like happy Kalani and excited Kalani and scoring Kalani in those photos. Those are the ones I want to see.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I wish they wouldn't take pictures of it, you know, because uh, I'm better on the radio. And you guys had this. So I did. Oh, gosh. So they keep showing me pictures. <laughs> Yeah, we're doing good. If you're happy, we're happy. This is a good way to embarrass my my daughters and my sons, so that's <laughs> that'll work.
0: <laughs> All right, we have a question. Uh, I think our studio question is coming up next from Zach Ford. Zach, you were on with Coach Satake. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I just wanted to know why you pick the color hats you do for each game, like wearing navy against Wisconsin.
1: Um, I, I, there's no real no real reason behind it. I just kind of grab something that will. I just like wearing hats. They won't let me wear it really on the TV show because everyone wants to see my face, I guess. But um, I don't know. I just, I just like I like them. I like the royal. I'm, I'm more toward leaning towards the royal because it just attracts. I'm attracted to it, you know. Um, but whatever's whatever's there and whatever people say looks good on me, I guess I wear. But um, I, that, that there's no like rhyme or reason behind it. I just grab whatever's there, and make sure it's a BYU hat. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind yeah, of important. Can't be one of my Utah Jazz hats or anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, Zach, that's thanks pretty much question.
1: it. Good question, though.
0: Yeah, and nice, uh, nice top he's got wearing. <laughs> uh, this next uh, question is from Twitter, and this is from at Kairos Tonga. The question is, how do you think Kairos Tonga did on the show tonight? <laughs> <laughs> did Kairos <Travis> ask that? <laughs> well, he's curious.
1: Kyrus, Kyrus did great. The only, the only problem is there's a lot of scared horses out there. <laughs> whether, he, whether he rides them or eats them, it's bad news for all of
0: them. <laughs> That's awesome. You are the man. Kyrus up there. He's hanging out in the back there. Kyrus, good to see you. Yeah, they on. <laughs> all right, uh, studio audience question. Brielle Paul. Hi, Brielle.
2: Hi. So, if you weren't a football coach, what would you want to be?
0: A BYU fan. <laughs> uh, um, I don't
1: know. I don't know. I think that's the only thing I'm good at, <laughs> at. Being smart is doing that. And so, if I were to uh, win the lottery, if I did play the lottery, then I would. Um, I would still try to find some place to coach football. I just love it, you know. So, it felt like I was meant to do that, and and uh, it just feels really great being here. And probably because I'm a fan more than anything, but. Uh, just, yeah, I I can't see myself doing anything else.
0: Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Twitter question at Lincoln BYU alum. Twitter handle, what has the offense been doing to prepare for Boise State in the face of the quarterback injuries you've had?
1: Well, I think trying to get the reps right, uh, the right reps with the right guys and and then um, trying to get healthy. That's the the key for our guys. And and not just in the quarterback position. There's other ones. But um, that's part of college football. You know, you have to adjust, and, 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 and whether it's injuries or, or or talent or whatever it is, but uh, for us, um, our guys have been preparing, and there's been a focus on not turning the ball over and making good decisions overall, and I, I think if you focus on one thing, then it becomes a huge problem, and, and it's like, you know, you want the guys to be aggressive and everything, turnovers happen, they just, hopefully we just got them all done in one game, that's <laughs> what I'm hoping, because there's a lot, I mean, the seven is a lot, and I just don't see that, uh, that type of uh, mistakes showing up again. And, and, but, you know, we need to be mindful of even when we're behind or we're doing well, of always taking care of the football and making sure that we don't put our, our team in a bad position and more than anything trying to win the game.
0: Hashtag Satake Show for your Twitter questions. Next question, at Andy Splatz, after starting the season one and four, what are you telling your players right now to keep them focused on winning?
1: Well, just be grateful for where they're at and be grateful for what they get to re- represent and uh, just more about the sense of gratitude and just being thankful that they have great fans that, that are there to support them. So, um, you know, we obviously know that we've made mistakes and we haven't played our best, but we know what the answers are too, and, and we've, we're addressing them and trying to get them fixed. And uh, hopefully the, there's a sense of urgency to get it done this week. And I, I said that last week too, you know, and, and I thought we've improved, but... We just need to improve and be great right away. That would be the goal, you know. So um, uh, I know there's a lot of guys that are impatient on our team and want to get great, but the best way to be really good is for you to do your job and nothing more. And I I think if we focus on that, we trust each other, we'll be fine. But just also be grateful that you get to play at this great university and you get to play for a great program with great fans.
0: All right, studio audience and Cougar Nation, thanks for your questions. Back to wrap up this week's show on Week 6. This is BYU Football with Kalani Sitake. We are back right after this. We've got you covered Friday on the radio and television, BYU Radio and BYU TV, 6.15 Mountain Time, 8.15 Eastern. For our radio pregame show coverage to begin, right at 9 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Mountain, Turn it over to BYU TV and the C2K crew. Countdown to kickoff. Then the game is after 815 on Friday night. BYU home to Boise State. Second straight Friday night game for the Cougars. Uh, Kalani, uh, Friday, Saturday, Thursday does it matter to you? Friday night games? No,
1: this one's a little different because we went from Friday to Friday. And so um, we used our, you know, our our Saturday would normally be our Monday in between sessions, just so everybody knows. <laughs> you know, so we we, we did that, and we and, and were able to put the game away and move on and get a jump start on, on Boise, who had a bye, so we had to get, get going right away. And, and we felt really good about our prep this this week. And so th- that helps out and, and being on the same schedule from Friday to Friday. So we had all seven days to prepare, uh, minus the one that we take off on the Sabbath.
0: Now, because uh, they're coming off a bye, maybe you expect the unexpected, which you always do with Boise anyway, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they keep you uh, – you know, for a lot of what they do – and when they have extra time, they, they do a lot of things on defense and offense that, um, that just keeps you guessing at times. So you really have to be assignment sound. And then on special teams is where they, they do a lot of trick things. And so, uh, you know, we've been preparing for a lot of the things that we've seen them do throughout the years. And, uh, you know, we just have to be, we just be aware and, and know what's coming up.
0: Well, best of luck against the Broncos Friday night. We look forward to it. Let's go. Cool. Thank you very much. All right, fans, if you like what you see in Studio C, we'd love to have you join Kalani and me next Tuesday night. To request your seats, go to BYUcougers.com slash Show Monday at 1 o'clock Eastern. So you can be in next Tuesday night show. That's how you get your spot in the audience. We'll talk to you next Tuesday, 8 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Mountain. This has been BYU Football with Kalani Satake, live from Studio C. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. Come on, folks.